You're listening to The Farah Podcast Starring Todd Perry So I was, uh Ah Buck Perez Do you sunbathe nude? That'd be the first thing I'd do if I, I'd just hang out nude sunbathing There is, you know Because I have such a beautiful camera And from the rotating gang of cigar store Indians Jeff Harmatz Buck uh, was participating in an activity before the show um, and uh, offered <laughs> offered me uh, some, then I declined. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry. To the left of me is the great Buck Perez. Todd, how we doing? Doing great, Buck. And from the rotating gang of Cigar Store Indians, our good buddy, Jeff Harmatz. Hello. Hi, 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 hi. So it's been a minute since we've done the show, and we are so excited to be back. Uh, basically, the reason why we're gone was, A, I was, I was releasing shows. We had recorded them a while before that, but for a show called The Original Kings of Podcasting. Oh. Season 2, you can hear that. Go to OGKings.com. And because I didn't want to release shows simultaneously, we kind of took a break. And it was just kind of, it was a good time to take a break as a show. Yeah. I feel creatively. Yeah. And then also, I've been doing a show, which, uh, What's This Dow All About? Which is wow. discussions on the Dow Day Ching with me and Dr. Carl Totten. Are you kidding me? What is this? And you can find that at What's This Dow? And it's basically discussions of, uh, that. if you don't, many people don't know what Taoism is. It's like this kind of... Um, Jeff? Do you know what Taoism? I am vaguely familiar, but I'd like to hear Todd's authoritative. Yeah, because I have no clue. It. it sounds like just straight up satanic to me. It is. It is. It's straight up. It is. Well, no, actually, it's funny. I was looking for other podcasts on Taoism, mm-hmm. and all there was was like some Bible study guy going, "Yes, this is satanic." <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's basically it's a. I would I would boil it down to an ancient Chinese art of living. Oh, the ancient Chinese. <laughs> you did that, I didn't. Oh. Things have changed, Bucks. The the show, things Chinese are way more PC. Oh. Than, can I, get I don't an, know what you're talking. Can I get like a number six? Trump 69? is like ruling. It, it's it's all go, dude. It's all go. You can make fun of anyone, don't it? It's go time it's now. Go to, it's look, beyond Thunderdome. Look, America's look, great again. Look, your microaggressions are going to send me to my safe space. That's all I got to say, okay? Right. Yeah. It's horrible nowadays. But but you were you were macro aggressing right there. <laughs> a billion people. Yeah, I don't what. So yeah, it's basically called what's this Tao all about? And it's kinda of like the ancient Chinese oh, art of living and it's a fun show. So I I I've done that and so that's that's still kinda of going on a little bit, but that 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 was something that was happening. So far out took a break. But now, so uh, Jeff, you were uh, you're a comic book artist. People mm-hmm. know you as that. We always say our good friend, comic book artist Jeff Harmitz. And I guess you had a you had an announcement, and you didn't tell us before coming. I did in, not. So. It has nothing to do with uh, cartoons, although um, there will be hopefully some announcement uh, at some point in the future about that. But does it have to do with Kardashians? Uh, it does not have to do with Kardashians. Uh. This is more of a personal life announcement that I'm really oh. proud of. Um, I had some cool things happen last year, but this is by far the biggest news. This is going to be, when I look back on 2016, this is going to be what I reminisce about, what I tell my kids about. Um, I recently got tickets to go to a live taping of America's Funniest Home Videos. Wait, oh, that's whoa. still on? That is still on. Wait, who hosts it? Carlton. <laughs> 
Wait, Alfonso <laughs> Ribeiro? Yes. No, wait. Nice. Serious? What is this on like ABC Family it Channel? It is probably on ABC Family. Wow. But um, I did get tickets, and I'm going next Sunday. Those were some good times with Bob Saget. Yeah, and oh, also man. John Fugel sang. And um, <laughs> wait, was boy, he the host? You were, boy, you were into this. You were into this show. I, I understand that um, uh, Keegan Michael Key hosted it for a little while too. No. That's wow. what I've been told. I didn't see any of those, unfortunately. Wow. But I saw him in a health food store in Venice a while back. I was like, I was, I was getting a, a baked potato for lunch, and I, I was like, it's a dude. It's Douche. one of the Keith and the the peel, and then I just went into Cosby, yeah, which was exactly. really offensive. It was like the key is in the peel, and the peel is in the drink. What was it? Bit you did, Doctor Doctor Phil Cosby? Oh boy, I don't quite remember. Show? I remember yeah, doing that, yeah. but it's been a while. So. You, but okay, is it still called America's Funniest it Home Videos? It is called America's Funniest Videos. They dropped the home oh. because home videos is kind of a relic of a, yeah. a simpler time. It well, makes me think of a camcorder, you know? Now, I would yeah. love that writing gig. Like the guy oh, yeah. who has to <laughs> whoop and they put the sound effects in. Like, But the thing is, if these videos are really that good, they would have been seen already. Like, a lot of them are seen. What America's Funniest Videos has going for it is that they offer a cash prize if you no, send wait. it to them. Oh. They still do the cash prize. It's still $10,000. It hasn't gone up with inflation. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a great show. Have uh, you seen the millennial version of this, which is ridiculousness? No. Have you oh, seen that yeah. show? I, oh my god, it's a, kind of a it's a shit shit fest. It is the girl's uh, name on his uh Chanel West Coast. I think that's oh. what her yeah, yeah. Oh. She's quite attractive with fucking stupid name. Yeah, and, and she just and they had that, like a brother on the show who just looked really stoned. He just, just sits, sits there? there and he like sometimes rewinds stuff like, Oh, watch this again. <laughs> and it, and, and all that's it. yeah, and that's it. Yeah, He's no, a, that's not it's a very the easiest job. job on earth. Yeah. Yeah. And then Rob whatever. Rob Dancing on a computer. Yeah, I don't get. I don't get that. I, Tosh is well done. Tosh is hilarious. Oh, this is hilarious. like a terrible version of Tosh, basically. Hmm. So, well, the reason that I brought this up is Buck uh, was participating in an activity before the show, um, and uh, offered <laughs> offered me uh, some, and I declined. But oh. Oh. Um, for this show, I'm going to buy like a weed brownie. Uh, I don't really smoke a lot of weed. But I'm gonna get really weird at this thing and like mm. sit there like with like all you know beads of sweat and, like, <laughs> gripping the chairs and like I might freak out and they might throw me out in the middle of an episode. But I'm wow. gonna be a fucking maniac. Like right. it's, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make it a big problem. You're gonna there's gonna be a lot of people that are feeling a weird energy about you, and I don't think that flies in a TV audience. I think I think you're out. I think right. I think they will turn on you. They given the fact on. that you have a Manson esque look about you, I don't. I feel like America's uh, funniest videos mm. is is going for a demographic which right. might be a little more conservative. Maybe it's not your people that have already seen the shit on Reddit. It's maybe a little bit of an older audience. Mm. Maybe a little more. I don't want to use the microaggression of flyover <laughs> state, but I will. Uh, you know, I think it's that crowd. I think the camera's going to pan. See you sweating over there. <laughs> Looking at Alfonso Ribeiro, you're going to freak him and out. And you always have to laugh, like, hilariously whatever he says. Right? How else? Like, I mean, that shit's funny, though. That's just fucking <laughs> funny. Like, getting seeing a guy hitting the balls with a firework, that is yeah. fucking funny. Hilarity. Is it the same thing, but now they have, like... The, the annoying thing on television these days is they have, like, a Twitter feed at the bottom of shows. Like, hmm. so-and-so on Twitter just said something disinteresting. 
You know, and you see that whole like ticker in the bottom. That uh, they have no tickers that I believe. I I don't think I watch any shows that have tickers. What types of shows have the tickers? Like The Voice, CNN. Fox well, News, yeah. Fox, yeah. Like CNN, Fox, what the yeah. hell are you want? Credible news sources and just <laughs> exactly. like some rando guy. It's just like, <laughs> I don't know about this Rubio guy. Like, and you know. <laughs> and America's Funny Some Videos, uh, another prestigious news operation. Where else are we going to find out what the cats are doing right now? Right. What they're jumping off of, where they're landing. <laughs> the best one was, I remember this, This is, it's a big part of my life, America's Funny Some Videos. There was the the cat. It's standing next to the television. It's watching NASCAR. So the cars keep going around the circle, and the cat tries to swat them on the side of the television. Classic. That's that's pure comedy. Classic. Like, that is jokes. Right Classic Saget. Yeah. So, okay, so we're going to move on a little bit. Uh, I, I, it's been a while since we've done the show, and there's been life changes. Yeah. Uh, basically, now, I've become... A weird, creepy, semi-retired man. I, I mean, I work, but I work from home now. Because I used to drive a hundred, uh, an hour and fifteen minutes to a work. Hundred, yeah. I was gonna be like a hundred what? <laughs> Fucking miles, <laughs> days, and then oh no, man, and I would drive an hour, like twenty, an hour thirty back every day going to work. It was intolerable. So eventually, I set up my career to where now I work from home, and so now it's like I get up, I, I'm alone all day. I don't see other human beings. If I do, weird. I'm walking the dog, which mm. is weird. Like, I keep seeing this white van around the neighborhood, and I'm keeping tabs on it. Yeah, right. I think they're doing something. Get off my lawn. Yeah, I'm <laughs> doing that. Like, there's a. I go to the dog park every day around... Uh, I'm, I'm making the hand symbol for jacking off. <laughs> well, I, I thought I thought that was shake weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shake weight. I thought that was shake weight. What are you doing? That was different. Like, yeah, it was different. Like, I couldn't take a beat off break at my old job. Like, I could be at the advertising agency. Like, now, you, know now you got like lotion in every room, <laughs> just, <laughs> just in case. Oh, dude, dry. I'm man. very chapped, honey. <laughs> oh, I've depleted my natural essence. And then, well, well no, well, the thing is, there's a. Is a girl goes to the local dog park, usually around, I think, about 1227. Oh, like, I have, a, I have a note. I write notes. Yes. She looks like Michelle Williams. And uh, I, I write notes of when, you know, to, I'm trying to get a, her timing down so her and her black dog, we just kind of meet up because I've said many times on the show that as a married man, you need a, a, at least one woman in your life that you're currently stalking in order to feel fulfilled as a man. <laughs> right. right. You have to get that out of your system. You know, you don't aggress upon her. You don't do anything. You just track like a hunter using steady steps. And over time is when you finally, you get it right. Like, you just don't like, okay, I'm going to run into this random person. You don't just figure that out after three days worth of work. No, no, no. It's a day in, day out. Your mind just long. automatically goes there. It's a long game. Into that plan, yeah. It's like sometimes they say, oh, Obama's running the long game on this current strategy. Then you see it play out. You go, oh, wow, he was kind of six months ahead of it or whatever. Mm. That's what I'm doing with this girl that looks like Michelle Williams with the small Labrador. But anyway, so, you know, it's great. It's great. I don't see anybody. And uh, and uh, I I can now develop uh, devote more time to creative projects. So that's good. Um, Do you sunbathe nude? That'd be the first thing I'd do if I I'd just hang out nude sunbathing. There is, you know what? Because I have such a beautiful tan, as you can see. You you do you do look good. I do tan well. Buck did, does look good. Thank yeah, you. I would imagine you look very good naked. I don't think the same could be said for Todd and I. Why? Oh, we're, we're, we're kind of pale. Full yeah. on tan, though, all over looks good on anyone. Yeah. You know? 
No, I, I think that once you take that shirt off, it's just pale, <laughs> pale, pale ass. Yeah. Just pale ass. Pink penis. I have the whitest ass. It's covered <laughs> in hair, but beneath the hair, it's just blindingly white. <laughs> pure. Pure white ass. So, yeah, so that's been a big life change is, is doing that. Um so if you want to know where my head's at now, but but it's awesome. It's great for creative stuff, and and I don't again, I don't see anyone. It's I I love it. And then and then the great thing is I walk around in sweats mostly because I like wear sweats to sleep, and then I get my coffee in them, Jesus and I just Christ sweats. Then I, then I go why change? <laughs> I got these really nice Nike sweats, Jesus. and then like a Hawaiian shirt or something, and then I I, I sit and, and I work. You gave up on life, haven't you? No, no, I'm embracing. I'm being myself now. You're fucking Costanza right now, yeah. I've come out of the closet as the freak I am. I'm going to get you some velvet uh, sweats, velvet Ooh. sweatpants, yeah. Velour? Yeah. We're going there, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go velour, all just one color. <laughs> Instead like, of yeah. juicy on the butt, it can say Perry. <laughs> yeah. <Nice>. Flat. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's been a big uh, life change of recent. But I ha I had something happen to me in the t in the intervening time off because the the great thing is coming in to do today's show. I had just like stacks of ideas and things to talk about because it'd been a long time since we had uh, done it. And um, so I was at um, uh, this there's a bar at the end of the corner called the El Dorado. Oh, I've been there. Yeah, I also have been there. <laughs> yeah, nice bar. Would you say, like, if you were to rank it, like, yeah, it's, no? a, it's okay. It's got a lobster uh, tank. Yeah. Well, a lobster game that you try to catch. That's gone now. Catch. It's gone? They took out the cruel <laughs> lobster claw game. Why did they game. take that out? I thought that was one of the cooler things. Because it's disturbing. <laughs> you can sit there and you know they're all going to die. And you know they're yeah. not fed well. And then I saw that episode of Bar Rescue where they had one of these things at a bar in Long Beach. Uh -huh. And the fucking woman that cooked the lobsters didn't know how to cook them. So she would put them in the water and then turn on the heat. That's she like would That's the, the the gentle way to kill a lobster, isn't <laughs> yes, it? Yes, like, that's, that's the, the kind. terrible of the frog, die, right? Die slowly, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, it would. Versus just you know dropping it in and boiling it to death, which is <laughs> terrible. They scream right before too. Oh god. So yeah, no, but but overall, and they've recently redone it. If you were to say one to ten, it's not like fucking hood ghetto bar, no, no. right? And it's not the nicest bar ever, but it's not a place you're gonna feel like you're gonna be subjected to violence. It's like six or seven. Yeah. Yeah, so I was there one day watching the Raiders and Raiders-Packers game over there, and uh, I'm sitting with my buddy Matt. He's about 50 years old. He, uh, he, he, he builds pools for a living. You know, blue-collar kind of guy. He did some time back in the day. We all did. You know, it was the 80s. Coke was happening, yeah. you know. He, yeah. has a great, he has a great story. He's like, he's like yeah, I got, a, I got pulled over once, and fucking man, I blew like a point. Oh, 0.08. He's like, I was barely fucking drunk. And then the cop found all my blow and my fucking, you know, Harley. <laughs> oh, you know. Shit, yeah. But no, he's a fucking great guy. And he's, you know, sweetheart, nice to my wife. My wife likes him. And we just meet up and watch the Raiders together on the weekend when football season's happening. So I'm sitting there watching the game. No bother. And he, he, he likes to vape. Oh, so he, he's vaping outside. And I'm just watching the game. And there's like a little patio outside. And then I see... Him kind of walking back in the door through the patio to come back out. But there's a guy on his back, and he screams, he has a knife. And what? I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm just watching the game, you know, and you're not even thinking about that. And you see a guy go, he's got a knife, and some crazy tweaker fucking guy is on my buddy's neck. Wow. And I was like, holy fuck ass. So I look, and Matt had brought a buddy. I never met the guy before. 
and we both like sprung into action. So we ran over you're, and you're, we. You're not much of a deterrent, Todd. <laughs> with another man. Save I me! Yeah. <laughs> with exactly. another man. Yeah. He was the one running faster, right? You're you're kind of <laughs> you're kind of half stepping it back, like oh okay yeah, <laughs> going a little slower yeah. Yeah, but there's that weird moment where you go, wait wait why is wait there's a knife and there's a guy on my like yeah just out of nowhere it's like if somebody walked in right now and just fucking just started blowing everybody away right. Well wait slow this story down a second. Are you telling me that you were watching a Raiders game and there was something mm. violent that happened? Yes yes I I find that hard to believe. Yes I know I know it was and. and I, I do too. I've never seen any violence at a Raider game. I've never seen any active aggression by the Raider Nation. Anything associated uh, with the Raiders, nonviolent. Yeah, that's non uh, that's what we are. Yeah. And so, so there's a dude on my fucking buddy's head, and so we step up and we get over there. Now the rest of the bar, this place, place packed. There's probably sixty people in this bar, and it's a it's a pecker bar. So it's a bunch of Wisconsin probably type the Eldorado room. It's a Packers it's bar. A Packers bar? For some stupid reason. Yeah, what the, what the fuck? So there's all these guys like in Packer gear who are just sitting there like, you know, nearly breaking the chairs because they all weigh 700 pounds. Huge. It's huge, just big moon pie-faced white people. Nacho cheese in their beards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like going, uh, It's like Wally, basically, in there. So I, I, I leap into action, as I'm known to do, and I'm still like, as this is happening, I'm like, wait, there's like four minutes left. I think the Raiders are going to sack Rodgers here. And so I run in, and I grab the guy, as does this rando guy that was... You grabbed like, the guy with the knife. We grabbed the guy with the knife, and we threw him on the floor of the bar. Really? And then my buddy my buddy runs and goes, he goes looking on the patio. He goes, I got to find this fucking knife. So the one guy grabs the guy's shoulders and has him down on the ground. The, guy, the guy's about like five nine, buck sixty. Right, and he looks like about twenty-five, like crazy-eyed tweaker. Wow, like like kind of like w wild tweaker face, right? And he has like a little cut near his eye. And so the one guy, he's got him down by the shoulder, right? And so I do just like I don't know some old like I don't know what the fuck move it was. It wasn't a wrestling move. I just grabbed his knees like that, and I just <laughs> held him down, full, full body press weight, right? You gave him the camel clutch. No, I didn't like put that my arms. Like, that's the wrestling move, the camel clutch. No, I just held his <laughs> knee. I got down on the ground. I put all my body weight on him, and I subdued him. Dude, you thought so he, you thought you were Iron Sheik for like two seconds. I would have loved to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, take these camel clutches for I run. Leg lock. I run oh. number one. Yeah, no. So I I subdue him, and I've got him. I'm like holding him down, and then the guy's like squirming, and the other guy's got his. Got him down by the shoulders, and my buddy's looking for his knife. And then, you know, the moment he finds the weapon, we're all exonerated for basically jumping a guy. And <laughs> so then everybody in the bar, like the bartenders and stuff, yeah. they roll up, and they didn't see what happened. So they're like, fucking let him up, fucking let him up. And then one guy's like, fuck this shit, three on one? Like, they're yelling, like, I'm wild man with a knife running into the bar. Yeah. I'm protecting the women and children, okay? And then they're looking at me, they see... Two guys in Raider gear holding a guy down, and they stereotyped us. Very so, offensive. <laughs> very offensive. T talk about macro aggression. Just oh, just because I wear Raiders gear, I'm a violent man. You, it's like you were wearing a hoodie. Exactly. 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 Hor horrible. So uh, we're holding the guy down, and the guy's like squirming. And then I have this weird idea. He's got like a belt in his pants. And I thought, what if I pants him? <laughs> I've got this man under control. The other guy's bigger than me, right? So shit went down. 
like I can get a little cheeky here, right? Like I also thought that if I pulled his pants down around his knees, that he would he couldn't get up and move around right. as well. He's immobile. Yeah, but then I thought, ah, oh, that might be like a sex offense, right? <laughs> It does start to sound like uh, the it's turning into a porno movie. Like, yeah, this you're is, giving him the camel yeah. clutch. You're pulling his pants down. And then I pulled his pants down, and his big throbbing, speeded out member came to life, and I just licked. <laughs> I couldn't stop, and the women were sitting there with cheese in their beards, just yeah, Aaron Rodgers. So. Finally, like, I'm holding the guy down, and then, you wouldn't believe it, Long Beach PD shows up pretty quickly to this neighborhood if there's a problem. So, we kind of start letting the guy up, like, the kind of bouncer running the door, and the, you know, it's a lot of chaos, and my buddy's looking for the weapon out on the patio, still can't find it. Oh, shit. Which is like nukes in Iraq, or Iran. Yeah, exactly. You know, the, the weapon of mass destruction. Yeah. So... And I go back and I finish the game. Raiders lost. Uh, but And so then the cops come out. And my buddy's like got his hands on the cop car. And then I do that. And I'm, I'm drunk, of course. And I go to do the walkout and talk to the cops. Like, hey, man, I saw what happened. And then the cops like look at me like, sit the fuck down. <laughs> like, I'm like, all right, all right, cool. I'm just going to watch the game and fucking have some more beers. And we're good. Yeah. And eventually I find out that I guess my buddy was going out to vape and sees this guy some dogs and he goes to like pet his dog because my buddy's a friendly guy and he goes to pet the dogs and then the guy's like fuck the raiders and my buddy's like uh your, your dog actually you know likes us raiders fans like just joking and then the guy just started he's like a b a b which means mm. aryan brotherhood Ooh. he's like a b a b i'm in with the hell's angels or whatever so the guy was like mm. a white supremacist that attacked my friend who i, I think he's white Maybe Italian, maybe kind of Hispanic. I don't know. I don't know. I well, I don't ask. Don't ask. Don't tell around me. You know. And so, yeah, the guy ended up being like a white supremacist that started this whole thing. And I guess the guy ended up being carted off to jail. And then we were asking the cops because the cops searched the whole area for the weapon, and the cops wouldn't say whether they found something or not. So, so we don't know whether or not he had the knife. If you we're involved in beating up an Aryan Brotherhood guy, then that's, like, good. That's a good outcome, right? I would, I yes. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I would think so. Yeah. And and actually, I went back to the bar, and they are like, oh, you know, so sorry that happened. So it wasn't like people were looking at me. But there is that moment when you're protecting someone, you're protecting other people from the knife-wielding maniac, and people are like, fuck that shit, three and like, people want to start kicking you. <laughs> and you can see how, like, you know, suddenly someone gets hit with a chair for no reason, you know. But not these fat fuck fucking Packer fans sitting in there. And they here's the thing. Here's why they're bitches. Oh, my God. If there were more Raider fans in there, it doesn't matter who the fight was between or who what the fandom was. You know, it could have been fucking furries fighting, right? And the Raider guys would get in there and mix it up no matter what. Yeah. The Packer fans just sat there the whole time. Nothing. Probably 30 of them just like, cheese. Bring out some more fondue, eh? Yeah. They did nothing to subdue the crazy Aryan Brotherhood guy. So let me ask you this question. I know that this bar is very close to your house, and I hope I'm not jumping to the end of the story. No. But after you were involved in a brawl and successfully had some success in the brawl, you didn't get your ass kicked and you were able to subdue a gentleman. I did subdue a gentleman. Did you go home and fuck your wife like a real hardcore man? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, you know, the, the funny thing is, I was walking home, like, drunk on the phone. I'm like, yeah. 
uh, like there, no, you do have that moment where yeah. you go. Well, no, you have that moment. Where you go. A shit popped off, and my instincts were to help a friend. Mm-hmm. Second of all, uh, my my ass wasn't handed to me, and I wasn't bloodied or kicked. I wasn't like getting a Kirby. You came the out, in the night from the white supremacist. You came out unscathed. Which I is did. always good. I did. In a fight with white supremacists. Now I'm ready. To, I will jump over the table at you right now, Buck. If you look at me, I'm like, well, fuck this shit. Now, you almost got in a fight at a, the other bar that you used to live by, right? Oh. Remember? Someone said, like, oh, Zikal yeah. or something like that. You you pick some racist ass places to go to. <laughs> yeah. I was Lakewood. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It was. <laughs> well, no, I wasn't in a fight. It was. I was sitting there with Elliot. White power. Yeah, yeah, and the guy was there listening to like country music in there, which was awful. And well, not all country. This was awful country music. I have to boot scoop boogie. It, it was like it's modern like country. You yeah, know? It was, yeah, it's horrible. Uh, and the, yeah, the guys, these guys, redneck guys, are dancing with some ladies, and the guys like white power, just like real subtle. White power. <laughs> like what? Wait, what? Did he just do the white power thing? He just did the white power. Like white power. There's like a not, uh, like a nothing like hello excuse yeah. me thank you white power mahalo Hitler will rise again you know <laughs> Donald Trump for president you know it was just like this very subtle racist thing anyway so that's what I, that was a big story for my life in that period and and you know I feel good again that I stepped up uh, I wasn't winded after it happened <laughs> uh, Raider victory would have been nice. Over there, but uh, yeah. Also, uh, I think it's uh, an important component of the story. How long have you lived here? Like three months, four months since May. So actually, yeah, it's been like maybe like eight, eight, eight months or so. Okay, just in the first eight months you've been here, the closest bar to your house, you get into a fight with a white supremacist. Yes, I did. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Is that prevalent here in Long Beach? White supremacists? Yeah. I, not in this part of town. Uh, <laughs> Long Beach is full of every kind of maniac. I know, but... <laughs> yes, exactly. There's yeah, no... If there's a maniac, yeah, there will be. Yeah, I've seen him. I've no, seen him. There's no white supremacy in San Pedro. I can honestly say I that. Would, I would be surprised if there wasn't, honestly. I've never seen a... I've never seen a, a lot of these poor guys. Guy. I don't <laughs> want to stereotype, but <laughs> port, there's, the a, port there's a port over there. Yeah. I think you're gonna have all types of supremacists and gangsters, <laughs> like all the yeah. all the seediest elements of society out in Pedro. But but they're all union, and that's like a unity thing. Yeah, like you they're can't, all together. At it. Yeah, 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 they're all together. Like the, the union is more important than their nationality or anything like that. So okay. you could, I mean, you could really be racist and be part of the union, but you're not gonna like bring it out there. Do you no. get to use the famous uh, line? You're one of the good ones. Yeah, you can use that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, one time I was I was on uh, Anaheim, and like Terminal by the old Blockbuster Video in Long Beach. It was years ago. <laughs> yeah, must and, have been with a Blockbuster. And there was some guys that were in. Um, it was like skinheads with the thin red. Uh, what oh, you, the suspenders, suspenders, yeah, yeah. and the docks, and the whole bit. It's and I'm, wa- yeah. I'm walking by, and I felt uncomfortable. And the guy was like, "Hey, they're all nice to me." Because I was white, right? And I was like, you know, when someone's nice, you're like, hey, hey, how's it going? Hey, nah, how's it going? You know, like, you, how's it going? Yeah, exactly. And then, but then he was like, how's it going? Oh, yeah, yeah do, do great. You know, having a nice day. Thank you. You know, you know, and then I was like, oh, no, I can't be nice to this guy. He's a white, he's a, he's a skinhead. Right. I felt very conflicted. I was like, hey, it was nice to me. You know what? What are you going to do? Can I have a beer, Jeff? The beer's yeah, over absolutely. by. Absolutely. So we're going to move on from that. Um, oh, my wife's here. Hello, Sarah. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? All Congratulations. Right. I'll say that right into the microphone. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, how are you guys doing? Very good. 
Oh, hey, besides Jeff's nursing a... Uh... Did our dog try to bite you? He did bite me. <laughs> what the hell? I don't know why he hates you. He really <laughs> fucking hates me. I don't know why you're the nicest person. I'm so embarrassed and sorry. We even had a whole discussion too. about it today. We, I said... I think it's time to put him down. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Todd should take care of him and hold on to him so he doesn't bite. I'm surprised it's Murray though. You know, I would I see know. I would see Scout doing that, not Murray. I was about to throw you under the bus, yeah. Todd. I was like in the front with the dogs for like five minutes before Todd came out. I was just finishing <laughs> up something on the computer, and then I think no, it was because I wasn't over Murray. there. Relationship with Jeff. I was like reason. saying something. But he doesn't like you. He really fucking hates me. <laughs> I really don't get it. You he really doesn't attack anyone but you. Like, then, I, then I say, uh, then I sprayed him like I crazy. He ran into his crate, and I was spraying him in the crate. <laughs> well, maybe you need to be more responsible. I oh, it's my that. fault. No. Don't blame the dog. Blame the owner. Well, that's what Caesar Malone would say. Anyways, have you fed the dogs? No. That is why they're ape shit. It's way past 5 o'clock. I'm sorry, I thought you might have fed them. No, I left at like 4.30. Okay, sorry about that. Okay, I'll feed them. I think they're riled up because they're starved. Okay. Todd, your wife is lovely. I do hope that that entire conversation goes into the podcast. Yes, (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. I'll put that as like the header. Here's your beer. Uh, Okay. opinion email us at show at faroutpodcast.com to stream the show read talent bios subscribe through itunes and see pictures go to faroutpodcast.com so i was uh so i was uh I was invited to a uh, you know gathering the other day for the Super Bowl, and okay. you know everybody says you know bring bring what you're going to bring, bring some beers, do this, do that, and uh, we, had, we had a friend of ours, and she always brings like a buffalo chicken dip, right? Or you have like it's Ooh. got like buffalo sauce. Yeah, Buck, look, Ooh. Buck just brightened, yeah. just brightened up a bit, and so and then you have like a little. Uh, I, I was just happy to hear you have friends. <laughs> oh, thank you. Ooh, really? Ooh, you're making you, friends. You got huh? friends. <laughs> just Ooh. getting into random fights yeah. with. I make friends through Ooh, violence. That's so nice. So uh, you know, and she always brings. It's like a buffalo uh, dip kind of thing for you, but so it's great. Everybody loves it, and every, whenever she brings it, that's her thing. That's her signature dish, mm. and we can rely on that to be part of our good times whenever. And I was like, I'm 39 now, and I, I don't have a signature dish. And mm. I think everybody, in order, I don't know, just as social currency, I think everybody's got to have that thing. I think there's a lot of women, but what's like the Pecker fan women that I was making fun of earlier. I'm sure if I went to everyone in that bar, I would say, what's your signature dish? They'd be like, boom, you know, candied yams. You know, the next one would be like, I make an awesome flaming baked Alaska. Right, everybody would have something that oh, they bring. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what. It, did you guys have a signature dish? I don't. Can you've ask, never brought anything. Cask, you do you cook? I do. Actually, do you like cooking? I do like cooking. You like cooking? I do. Well, we do. My wife and I we do a thing called the the Blue Apron, 
But they yes. send you a they box. They send you shit. Yeah, yeah. And then you you make it's like organic shit, and it's all good, and it's really good food. I love it. Like we do that all the time. So and you make and I learned to cook through but doing see, that. So. That is like uh, paint by numbers. You know, it's like oh, you cook without a recipe. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the you thing. guys think. Like that's if I said make a lasagna right now, you'd be like, uh, well, one teaspoon salt. We, uh, well, that's baking no, powder. No, no. I'm just saying, like in cooking, you should find your recipe for doing it because that's what cooking is. It's not just taking something and repeating the recipe. It is, but that's what a chef, the difference between a chef and someone who just cooks. Can I moderate I, this discussion? I sure. I don't think... <laughs> please. So, I agree with you. I think real cooking is just saying like, oh, well, this is what I got. I'm going to do my own thing. But I do think... I've used Blue Apron a couple times. I've gotten a free thing, few free things and I've learned some techniques from Blue Apron. Right. I, like I think it's very and, yeah. helpful for people... Like Todd, who don't have a like a fundamental, instinctual grasp of right. cooking. I think. Thank you. Paint by numbers is like there's you're not. I think you do learn stuff from Blue Aprons. So. I don't have some old ass Italian <laughs> grandmother that's sitting around. That's what I did. I, uh, yeah, like standing <laughs> over. Like, she's 150 years old in a black dress with gray hair down to her ass, like stirring a pot of sauce for nine hours a day. I don't have that. Yeah. Okay. Right. I have Sarah. Hmm. Okay. I have Murray. It's a good trade off. All right. I mean, I'd like to have that woman around. That would be great. Can you hire that? Is there a task rabbit for old ass Italian woman that, that goes mom? Yeah, there you go. Got an app for that. OldItalianGrannies.com, <laughs> which that was a porn site. But so, so okay, okay. So uh, but okay. So Buck, I I I, yes. I don't. Oh, obviously you worked on food trucks. Yeah. So you know how to make certain items. Sure. Repeatably, <laughs> and on a daily basis. Yeah, I can make a pretty mean grilled cheese after. Being on there for years, so I mean. that would be your signature dish. No, I'd no, say. no. I mean, oh. the thing that I can make good is I make a mina spaghetti. I make some mina sauce. Like what do you I, do with the sauce? How do you make the sauce? Uh, you, you're asking me my recipes. I'm a chef. Dude. Well, I'm, I'm just recipes. saying. I can't. Is that is that a? I don't know food etiquette. Is that rude to ask? Uh, like, how do you make that? Well, it's just uh, ingredients that I would put in. Like, I'd put a shit ton of garlic in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shit ton of garlic. No one, it, no one has a problem with that. It, but it's, it's not unique. It's not, but it's also in how you prepare it too. I mean, some people uh, cook the garlic and the uh, onions different times, different intervals, so it comes out tasting different. Yeah, mine tastes robust, baby. <laughs> oh, that's mine. Is, Buck's robust mine spaghetti. Is, mine is the shit. Do you bring that over? People invite you over for a shit. No, no, no. You if, buy a big plate of the spaghetti. That's like... more date buck. All right, oh. for a party buck. You want to hear? Yeah. And this is some I, I invented on uh, rolling lobsters. Spicy mac and cheese balls. Oh, yeah. So it's, <clears throat> it all started because we have uh, one customer who was uh, of the Jewish persuasion, oh. and he, no shellfish. You know, he can't eat any shellfish at all, so. Why didn't he just go to another truck? Because we're the only one at the winery on Sunday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and this guy works there, so. Yeah. It's Ari. So I'm like, Ari. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Jewish guy in Malibu named Ari. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, Unbelievable. crazy. Can't, can't swing a dead cat without having a Jew named Ari. You know? So I invented Ari's spicy balls, and <laughs> all I did was take uh, some cayenne, stuff like that, mix it with the mac and cheese that we already had, use panko breadcrumbs and different stuff like that, fry it up, and give it a go. Oh, that sounds, sounds good. goddamn delicious. It's really good. Do you bring that to social occasions? Like yeah, if I would invite before. you over to watch... Yeah. A Laker game, and I said, Buck, bring your signature dish. I'll fry my balls in your kitchen. Right? 
Wait, All actually, right. I heard I'll it. fry my balls in your kitchen. Yeah. Did I hear that? Wait, wait. Did I ever tell that story on the podcast about like a friend of a friend? It's always that. Was like a um, fried his nuts. Yeah, the guy was a. Uh, <laughs> no, you didn't. No, well, I mean, the guy didn't fry his nuts. The guy was like a paramedic, and some guy was on like some really bomb ass sherm. <laughs> the guy smoked a bunch of sherm and then cut off his own testicles. Was he in Wu Tang? <laughs> yeah. See, Wu Tang doesn't accept that guy. The guy that that guy like, was in Killer Bees, who's affiliated with Wu Tang, though. So I think they disowned him. I don't know that guy. The reason was like, I don't fuck know, like, that guy. That was like some. That was like fucking. That was I don't know. That was Master Killer's fucking nephew. Yeah. I don't know that fucking guy. But yeah, so Jeff, do you have a signature dish? Yeah, actually, uh, I I like Buck. Consider myself to be a uh, pretty bomb ass chef. Okay. Nice. Um, I guess my most interesting signature dish is I haven't done this in a little while, but for a few years, if you invited me over to a place, I would bring a whole smoked duck. What? what? Like the like like you bought it like at. <laughs> No, like in I, Chinatown, it was like you bring it by its neck and I it's would, like steaming. I would smoke the duck myself. I would buy a raw <laughs> duck, and then I would put it in my smoker. And wow, uh, ducks take to smoking fucking fantastic. Wait, so how long does it take to smoke a duck? Only four hours. <laughs> so what do you do? Do you hang? See, I, I can't get off the visual of like the duck hanging by the neck. Okay, there's no hanging in Beijing. Duck. It, it's it's that type of duck. You get the raw duck. I buy my ducks from a Chinese market in Los Angeles. All right. Raw duck. Sounds plucked. like some Blade Runner shit. You, you know? gotta cut off the head and the feet, but otherwise it's got no feathers or anything. Okay. Uh, and then you put it in the smoker, uh, salt and pepper it, and smoke it for four hours, and then I let it chill. And then I come to your house, put the duck in the oven for about 30 minutes, heat it up, and then I bring my... Uh, what is it? The not the shake hatchet, weight. shake weight, not the shake. Weight. <laughs> I was doing the jack off. Thing I know. Again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, what well, it's the it's the uh, cleaver. I bring a cleaver. Oh, and I fucking chop that whole duck into little tiny smoked duck bits. So wait, wait with the bones and everything? With the bones and everything. And then Whoa. people pick the bone out of the duck. You just like take a chunk of it and like eat it off the bone like it was like a chicken wing or something. And that's kind of a fa- it's a fatty fowl. Very yeah. fatty and it gets grease everywhere. I've ruined a lot of places by doing this <laughs> just hacking that duck away, but Now people- do, you, do you go next level and take the grease and like make a gravy out of it like duck gravy? I don't do that. I usually Lube. it comes in the pan and I usually gift the duck fat to whoever's house I brought it to. It's a hell of a gift. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. Wow. And for the eighth day of Hanukkah, <laughs> you get a vat of duck fat. Lachaim. <laughs> I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast. Todd Perry, Jeff Harmatz, the amazing Buck Perez. Oh, thank you. We'll be back next week. Such was lullaby Ich sag gute Nacht And I said good night Schon leuchtet ein Stern mm, Yes, I see the light Die Sonne geht schlafen Der Tag